Hello beautiful souls, and welcome to Manifestation Therapy, your trusted source for wisdom on the universal principles and the transformative magic integrating manifestation with the people that you support. I'm your host Judy, and I'm thrilled to embark on this enlightening journey with you. In every episode, we'll unravel the timeless secrets of the universe, explore the art of conscious creation, and dive deep into Manifestation Therapy's incredible potential. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or just starting your quest for a more abundant and fulfilling life for yourself and your clients, this podcast will support your growth, inspiration, and empowerment. So let's ignite the power within, align our thoughts with the energy we desire, and be our best potential. Welcome to Manifestation Therapies Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Judy, and I am here to talk to you about the law of cause and effect. Welcome to the Manifestation Therapy Podcast. So there's this universal rule that basically says every action has a reaction, and every reaction comes from a specific action. It's the principle of cause and effect, of course. Everything we do or think or feel sets off a chain of events that we can totally predict. Understanding this cause and effect vibe is all about seeing how everything is connected. It's the law of divine oneness. Events, actions, thoughts, feelings, our external and internal experience, it's all linked. It's not just about what happens, it's about why it happens and what we do about it. So when we're dealing with personal issues like anxiety or depression, if we struggle in our interpersonal relationships, it's not just about treating the symptoms. It's about digging into the root causes, figuring out why things are the way they are. It's like breaking the cycle, moving away from the same old patterns. And hey, our behaviors, they're not set in stone. We can totally change them. It's about understanding the consequences of what we do, tracing those patterns in our lives, and finding ways to shake things up for the better. It used to be that they would say, um, by the time you're four, your personality is going to be set. Your behaviors are done. You cannot change them. That is so not true. We know of 90-year-olds that learn new skills, new strategies. There's a man, Goldstein, who learned how to paint, learned how to sing when he was in his 80s. The neuroplasticity of our brain has the capability of changing our entire life. So you know how everyone's got a life story? Well, those stories are like gold. They help us see the cause and effect relationships, understand why we are the way we are, It's like painting an entire picture instead of just a corner. So as a therapist, I can team up with my clients to create positive cause and effect vibes. They come up with strategies, practice mindfulness, make positive changes, ditch those old imprinted messages, and we help each other to make healthier choices. Kind of. Teamwork, right? And in manifestation therapy, we're talking about the long game our thoughts, feelings, energy, the actions that we have, they all have a real impact on lives. It's about being aware of that, making changes and taking responsibility for where you're heading. Break those old cycles, bring in the good stuff and watch things improved. Removing imprinted messages and replacing those tapes with positive ones is vital to healing and success. I remember having clients who had been to six or seven different therapists over the years and we're still struggling with the same issues. 
And it was because no one had ever asked for their patterns, for their cycles, for what happened with their father when they were a child. How did they get disciplined? How did they get spoken to? They were only focusing on the current symptoms of anxiety or depression or whatever they were dealing with. It's not just about what's happening right now. It's about what we're setting up for in the future and what happened in the past. Being aware of the key, being aware of this is the key to changing those patterns and creating a new chain of events that lead to success. That's why it's predictable. So the law of cause and effect is a universal principle that isn't even new to mental health. Therapists and psychologists for quite some time have integrated these concepts. First there's Freud, the founder of psychoanalysis. I love Freud. He had some pretty wonky theories in some areas, and he did some kind of wonky stuff, but he was all about digging into the unconscious mind and past experiences to figure out why we do what we do now. He connected the dots between early childhood stuff and current psychological issues. Okay, then there's Skinner. He was more into observing behaviors with external factors. He was all about the cause and effect, but he kind of missed the memo on how our internal experiences matter too. So let's look at the 1950s and 60s. There's this cool shift then called cognitive revolution. Suddenly it was all about what's going on in our heads. That's when cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, was born. CBT is super useful, but it tends to forget about the whole body and the nervous system part, meaning CBT does not support changes in our body experience. It doesn't support our internal and external being connected. It only looks at thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Okay, Carl Rogers and Viktor Frankl were into this whole humanistic existential vibe. They were all about personal growth, finding meaning, and taking responsibility for our choices. Basically, your past experiences and the choices you make today affect your future. Then there's family and systemic therapies. Virginia Satir is a good example here. I did a lot of work with Virginia Satir stuff. I was on a board for a while of the Ottawa Satir Center. Uh, I did workshops. They kind of really changed my life with their um, aspect of how we're all connected family dynamics, communication patterns, and even stuff from way back with our ancestors can mess with our heads. I did a family constellation through them where you see patterns and cycles all the way from your grandparents down to your parents meeting and having you. It was fascinating, especially with the birth order of some of my aunts and uncles to see the way they behave was really connected to what was going on in their families at the time. Okay, fast forward to today, and we've got neuroscience and psychopharmacology in the mix. Now we're talking about the biology of it all. There's a legit link between physiological and psychological, which a lot of people haven't really even agreed with yet, but it's science. It turns out your brain and body are a duo in this cause and effect story. Once you get it, you get it, and it just makes sense. Okay, let's not forget Eastern philosophies. Mindfulness practices, anyone? They're all about being in the now, connecting actions and consequences in real time. This is something that they have realized for thousands of years, and we're just kind of getting on board. So yeah, the cause and effect principle has been hanging out in different circles, making friends and evolving over time. It's like the principle of understanding why things happen the way we do. All right. 
So I have integrated manifestation therapy as a way of tapping into the vibes of our energy and understanding the universal rule of cause and effect. It's all about realizing how everything in our lives is connected. I know I'm stressing that, but it's true. Our brain, thoughts, feelings, the way we act, and even the stuff happening around us, it's all part of this big picture. And guess what? It all leads to the same, some kind of effect. So when we dive into our life stories, we're basically looking at the whole shebang, past events, interpersonal relationships, communication, and what makes us who we are. Storytelling with some intentional language and turning into the feels helps us reflect and get a deeper understanding of how everything connects with the cause and effect principle. Uh, One way to do this is a lifespan map which I did a lot of with my social developmental studies degree. Um, It really kind of looks at considering the big events that shook things up. Helps a lifespan map helps us see how they might be affecting us. Now these big things, traumas, wins, losses, moving, they all leave their mark. Finding patterns in our stories helps us notice the stuff we keep doing without even realizing it. Here's the best part. We can totally create new kick-ass stories. Even in our relationships, digging into our history and patterns can unveil why we might struggle with things like self-worth or forming secure connections. Understanding the cause and effect deal in relationships is key to making them healthier. Now, a lifespan map can be creative, it can be artsy, it can be, you know, like a monopoly board, or it could be like one straight line with just little dashes for anything that might have happened, but it really helps clients have a different perspective. Sometimes they've forgotten entire things that have happened, and I mean some big things. There's been sexual assaults or um, losses in the family or major moves that they just kind of forgot, and when they see the pattern of them, they can understand why they might have anxiety about packing or other issues. So childhood is where we get many of our imprinted messages. Our brains are going a million miles an hour, picking up everything around us. Our experiences, our relationships, our scripts come to shape our worldviews, how we deal with life, and our identity. Checking out our childhood helps us become aware of the messages we got stuck in our heads and replace them with some better vibes. Understanding this whole cause and effect thing is like getting to hear the solved mystery at the beginning of the book. It gives us the power to see things differently, gain new perspectives, and rewrite our stories in a positive, healthier way. It's like turning up the volume on our lives. And who doesn't want that? Let's consider different behavioral patterns. All right, let's talk about a classic. Procrastination. Are you a procrastinator? Because I am. I think it relates a lot with people who are neurodivergent or ADHD. You know, we're excellent at making lists not so great at procrastinating. I had uh, grown up with an uncle who would constantly start new projects and they were pretty amazing projects, but they would never be finished. Um, He was always starting something new, never finishing the old project because he was a bit of a procrastinator in that. But let's meet June. She's the ultimate procrastinator. She's always putting things off, stressing out, missing out on really cool opportunities. She feels full of shame and even it's even starting to mess with her relationships. So why the delay? We dug into the roots. Turns out that June's childhood was filled with constant pressure. Her family expected perfection because, mm, well, things were pretty dysfunctional at home. 
Dad was an alcoholic and constantly in a state of anger, while mom was constantly showing anxiety in really unhealthy ways. Uh, she, she was a bit of a shopaholic. She had poor hygiene. The house was kind of in a state of almost borderline hoarding. June had to be the perfect kid to distract from the family chaos and dysfunction. If she made a mistake, there was no forgiveness, only more pressure, and sometimes the consequences could be pretty scary for June. When she finally left home, it was pretty young, I think 17, uh, that procrastination kicked in. The pressure to be flawless led to fear of falling short. She had messages that she could never do enough, be enough, or succeed enough. Manifestation therapy zooms in on that, challenges the perfectionism, the self-worth that others have instilled in June, and through setting real goals, transforming that fear of failure into accepting mistakes as lessons and pumping up self-acceptance overall. June learns to replace those messages with first, I can try, into I am enough. Okay, so let's meet Jim who seemed to be filled with so much anger. His explosive anger was wrecking relationships, causing him losses, and even landing him into mandatory therapy for work. He had struggled with always wanting to blame and seek revenge when someone ticked him off. It turns out Jim's past was like a maze of traumas. Jim had grown up with an abusive mother, bullying in school, toxic relationships, the works. To shield himself from the heavy stuff like low self-worth and depression, Jim turned to anger for control. Now, in manifestation therapy, Jim is getting in touch with his emotions, feeling them in his body. It's like connecting the dots between thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Exploring healthier ways to handle that anger, Jim realizes he can respond instead of reacting. It's all about empowering Jim to feel, express, and own his emotions without letting him them wreck the show. To get there, though, Jim had to maneuver some pretty uneasy traumas. He had to face a lot of demons from his past, heal, and reset to have new messages. Part of that was to allow the anger and what was underneath it to play out instead of being pushed away. So whether it's battling procrastination or wrestling with anger, manifestation therapy is like the superhero of understanding and change. All right, let's talk about how manifestation therapy is all about putting the power in the hands of the clients. It's like handing them the keys to their own cause and effect kingdom of energy. How do you empower your clients to consider the cause and effect relationships? So first off, think of mindful self-reflection. Picture this taking moments in the day to check in with your thoughts, emotions, body vibes, and how you're rolling with your action. No judgment, just observation. It's like detective work to spot patterns and connections between what's going on inside and outside. To do that, most need to be taught to gently begin to connect their body experience with what emotions they have had and how those are being started by their thoughts. It's all chemical through neurotransmitters in the brain, sending signals to the body through released messages of hormones and more neurotransmitters in the nervous system. It's biological. It's not rocket science. It's biology and neuroscience. So then there's this nifty trick of spotting triggers and responses. People can do that through journaling or tracking these experiences. It's like having a diary of patterns over time. It's not just about change. It's about clients seeing their own progress and realizing they've got the power to shift things up. 
That's why it's called empowering. Behavior changes, restructuring thoughts, it's all in the mix to hit goals and make peace with the past and the present. As a therapist, I'm constantly validating and pointing out positive progresses, even those that they may have considered insignificant or small. Validation is so important. Now there's one aspect of the cause and effect game that doesn't get enough attention. Anticipating consequences and understanding the long-term effects of our choices. That's the real deal. Making informed decisions and owning that power of choice is like the superhero moving into changing mindsets. We just jump in as sidekicks, giving feedback in a gentle, non-judgmental way. We're there to high-five the wins and cheer on the intentional actions leading to the positive vibes. Positive thoughts are like magnets for good stuff. And manifestation therapy is all about that. Our choices lead to an effect, cause and effect. Understanding emotions as the vibe of our thoughts is a key. Negative vibes aren't the enemy. It's just about feeling them, dealing with them, and then releasing them to make space for positivity. I always say, you cannot go around, under, over an emotion. You just go through it. And on the other side, you get to the better one. Visualization and intention become a secret sauce, painting a clear picture of goals and throwing in some good vibes. You can even go back in time to a choice or a cause that led to a negative effect and change it mentally using your imagination. Action with intention is where the magic actually happens. It's not sitting back. It's getting inspired, aligning with goals, and understanding the whole internal and external vibe to make positive things happen. Using positive language is powerful. Affirmations, um, mantras, just using positive words for good vibes. It's all about reshaping those patterns and setting off a positive cause and effect chain reaction. I have a lot of people that will say, uh, yeah, but it doesn't make me feel negative to say that. I just find it funny. But the power of our language is doing something behind the scenes in our brains. So gratitude, reflection, correction, it's the trio that gets folks in sync with their goals and riding that wave of positive energy. The cause and effect relationship becomes this powerhouse in making manifestation therapy work its wonders. It's like turning thoughts into reality. That's what manifestation is. And who doesn't want a bit of magic in their lives? So there we have it. The law of cause and effect in an energetic nutshell of lifespan development, storytelling, self-acceptance, and positive mindset shifting. I hope you like it. Share and visit my website, manifestationtherapy.com. Hit the like button, share, and you can even register for the Universal Principles course available right now. Be your best potential. Manifestation therapy, Universal Principles, in support of practice. Cheers. <music>